All right, amen. Thank you. We definitely know at Rockbridge that we've been worshiping by the time we get to the message. So thank you all. Thank you for bringing the spirit in here. Um, One other thing I want to announce as we look towards 2021, uh, we're going to give you tools in our first sermon series, and it's going to be called Thrive Disciples Life, Disciple Life. And it's going to be about how we live as a disciple. If we want more of God, how do we give more of ourselves? How, this is a, discipleship is not a curriculum. It's not something you learn. It is something that you live. Right? I always ask people, how did the disciples become disciples? By being disciples. Right? In the same way, we are, do that. And so I'm excited about that. The life groups are going to come along. Wednesday night's going to be about disciples life, or disciple life. And so we'll talk more about that. But very excited to start the new year to give tools about how to live this life. All right, we are continuing in our Advent series, and we're talking about joy this week. I got to go home and uh, do some shopping. I have an annual shopping trip with uh, my youngest daughter, who's in tech. Um, well, she goes, she takes classes at tech. I don't never know where she is around the country uh, since they're all on Zoom. Um, but we have once a year, we go shopping together for her mom, for Desiree, and it's our little shopping trip. So I, ha- I got to quiz her a little bit about this. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, but let's read our scripture first. Remember, we are in Isaiah, and Isaiah is a book about judgment and about hope, about God's faithfulness, about God's goodness. And so as we talk about joy, let's read out of Isaiah chapter 9, beginning in verse 1. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who were in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and he in the land of Naphtali. But the future, he will honor Galilee of the nations by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of the Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppression. Every warrior's boot used in the battle, every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne over and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. This is the word of God for the people of God. Let us pray. Dear Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit would cover me, that your Holy Spirit would guide the meditations of my heart and the words of my mouth, that each one of us here today would receive the message that you have for us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
So this week was joy. And, and for me, joy was one of those words that's not, you know, just as concrete as some of the other ones. It, 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 and I think it, my conversations with some folks this week, I'd ask, I'd say, what is joy to you? And so as Morgan and I were shopping, I asked her, I said, what is joy to you? And so we got in this long conversation, and, and she said, happiness. And I thought about that, and some other folks said happiness, and happiness with a little nuance to it. But for me, I thought about that, and I thought, joy seems something more. It's a little different than happiness. It's a little uh, more. And so I, I was trying to, I looked up definitions of joy, and it had various nuances of happiness and different aspects. And so I, I, I wasn't settled in my heart with any of those answers. So I decided to think about my life. You know, where, where were those times that I could say that I was happy or those times that I would, I would use the word joy? I really don't use the word joy that often. That's maybe why I was having difficulty with it. So I thought, what would those times in my life that I would look back and say, yeah, I had joy right there. And I, I, I saw a little difference as I began to analyze my experience with the word. Happiness or being happy seems a little more subdued, a little more... Uh, over time, right? It's a state of being. That was a happy time in my life. For me, when I looked at uh, my life where I, I would say, yeah, I could use joy, I found three aspects of the, uh, that kind of made up those situations. Maybe not all in one, but in my life, when I could say, yes, that was a, a moment of joy. And that, was, that word kept coming to me. So I think joy is a little different than happiness in the sense it tends to be more of a moment. It tends to be more of a, a, of a, you know, a, a briefer period of time. Just in that moment, I had joy. And so I was looking at these aspects and um, thinking about my life and one recently where I could, whether it was me or someone in my family, that we could find that I would say, yes, they, they had joy or I had joy. I was thinking about Zachary, my oldest son. Many of you know that uh, they had a baby recently. He's in his third month, cute little baby, kind of strawberry blonde hair, blue eyes. His name's Declan. Um, I can already tell he's the smartest kid in the world. Um, but so Taya and Zachary, that's his wife, she, they had, they already have a child. Her name's Paisley, beautiful, uh, little girl, very, very personal, loves to dance. Um, and she looks just like her mom. So she has this kind of Mediterranean Greek, dark hair, dark eye look, and she looks just like her mom. And her mom comes from a family of all girls. She's got three girls. And so when they found out they were pregnant, no one said it, but we just all assumed it was going to be a girl, right? And it was a girl. Paisley was a girl. And so we, did, we just assumed. And so later, Paisley's about four now, getting ready to be five. Um, they, they found out they were pregnant again. We just thought, that girl gene in her family is too powerful, Right? 
But Zachary really wanted a boy. Now, he said the right things, but he really wanted a boy, uh, more so than anybody else I could see. Um, and so we had a reveal party, and they didn't tell anybody. They had my wife go to the doctor. They didn't know. No one knew. My wife is stubborn. She didn't tell me. I didn't know. And so we had this big reveal at my daughter's house, and they were going to do these, those little shoot things that pop out, and it blows smoke up, whatever color it is. And so it was the big reveal day. And we came out, it, it was kind of funny because it was really windy. And so our, we were filming it, it's the big moment. They pop it, and as soon as it comes out, the wind blows it over their head, and they didn't see it. He's like, what is it? And then all of a sudden, he looks down, and he sees some blue residue. And you could see in that moment the joy that he had. The joy that he had. That was a moment of joy. And it was unexpected. That's the first kind of aspect I attributed to joy, that it's, that it's unexpected. Now, unexpected good news. We've had some unexpected this year. Unexpected good news is a dynamic that I often associate with joy. The second is a fulfillment or, or, or a goal achieve, or an achievement. Let me give you an example. People wouldn't, I'm not like, uh, wouldn't call me surface-wise warm and fuzzy, right? Don't say anything, Ashley, right? Uh, but deep down, I, I'm very warm and fuzzy. But just surface-wise, I'm not very warm and fuzzy. So there wouldn't be a lot of times where someone said, Jim had a lot of joy that time. But there are times that I have joy. And one of them, usually they have to do with my family or, or my kids, but one of them was when I walked across the stage at Austin Presbyterian Seminary because I had the call. It wasn't just about graduations. You know, I haven't really told my testimony. We're going to have testimonies from all of us going in at the end of next year. We're, we're going to work that in. But you haven't heard my testimony, but I didn't grow up in a church. Definitely didn't grow up thinking about being a pastor. There's still people this, to this day, I'm sure, in Chicago, Illinois, who don't believe Jim McClurg's a pastor. I guarantee it. All right? Pastor Raymond knows. So when I got the call out in West Texas to be a pastor in my 20s, I thought, no, guys like me don't grow up and be pastors. And then I learned, and I learned the story of David, and I learned it's a repentant heart that makes us righteous, not our piety or our morality, but it is a repentant heart. And I said, I have that. I can be a pastor. And so I went off on this, what I thought, and everybody in my family thought, was this insane path with three little kids, moved to Florence, Texas, to take a church, go to Austin, Presbyterian. I mean, it was just crazy. I mean, it was eight years in the making. And so when I crossed that stage, I didn't even go to my undergrad graduation, just to show you how. 
But when I crossed that stage and took that, that was a culmination of what the Lord had called me to do. And in that moment, because of the fulfillment of all that had taken place, I had great joy. So unexpected often surrounds that idea of joy. A fulfillment, an achievement, a goal reached when that moment that's realized um, is often around what I would call joy. But then also, ooh, also deliverance, right? Deliverance or rescue, healing, a, a healing diagnosis. I can't go into it too long, but when I was in Harker Heights, right? Um, before I moved to um, Fort Worth, my wife had a blood clot in her leg. And it wasn't a little blood clot. It was down her whole leg. I was in Fort Worth, and I get a call, and I can hear screaming in the background. The pain was excruciating. My kids were freaking out. They were middle school age and younger. And they said, we don't know what's wrong. Mom's screaming. And, and the pain was so intense. And they ran next door, and it was a long, big saga. They took her to the hospital. And by that time, I was heading back. And they were in Temple. And I was heading back, and I got to the hospital, and they were telling me what was happening, and then they said, she's not out of the woods yet, because this was very serious. Her leg had blown up like five sizes. It was literally about that big, all the way down. Had to do a fasciotomy here, a fasciotomy here, just to relieve the pressure. So we didn't know if she was out of the woods on her life, with her life. And then they said, more often than not, they lose their leg. And she was in intensive care for a while. And when the doctor came out, and they, that, that day said, I think she's going to be fine. And I think we can save the leg. In that moment was great joy. That was a moment of joy. So unexpected, kind of a fulfillment, a, a, an achievement, and a rescue, a delivering. And so when we talk about joy, and we talk about Christmas, and we talk about joy during Advent, think about the story. The Christmas story, the story of the Messiah, that the, the, the angel comes and says, I bring you tidings of good news and great joy. What is the joy? It is unexpected, right? They hadn't heard. There'd been a blackout from God for like 400 years. They were living under oppression of the Romans. It didn't look good. And now we're beginning to see Movements of God, the shepherds, the kings. You see this unexpected break in the darkness with this light. You see a fulfillment of prophecy, the, the Messiah that was promised in Isaiah, mentioned in our scripture. God promised that he was going to send them a king, that his reign would never end, that he would deliver 
In that fulfillment, he would deliver them from oppression and the rod that, that weighs them down. And so that's why when we talk about the Christmas message, the gospel of God, the incarnation, God with us, it is at that time an unexpected fulfillment of a great deliverance. And so there is great joy. And that joy is played over and over in our lives. That, that is, the, the, the incarnation is, is played over and over when we, in, in, in somebody's life, when we are the body of Christ, reaching out to people through the Holy Spirit in many different ways. People are living in darkness. Or they're under the oppression of sin or struggle or, or fear or anxiety. There's many things that are keeping people down, robbing them of their joy. And then Jesus Christ we share the good news of Jesus Christ, that we have been freed from the weight of sin and death. And we have been freed, we have been delivered because God promised to, because God is faithful, because God told us he would, and that he would never leave us orphaned. And so, during this season, that's why we talk about joy. The unexpected fulfillment of God's deliverance in this story, in the book of Isaiah, in the Christmas story, in our lives, and in the world. At all levels, we can have great joy because God has delivered us. He has fulfilled his promise even when we didn't expect it. Let us pray. Dear Lord, I thank you for your grace and for your mercy. I pray that, Lord, you would speak to our hearts about the joy that you pour out of us. And Lord, there's so many things in this world that try to rob us of our peace, of our hope, of our love and of our joy. Lord, Lord, help us to build ourselves up in you. Help us to build ourselves up in the body of Christ so that we would have this hedge of protection and we would let nothing rob us of our joy. The joy of our families, the joy of our relationship with you, the joy of salvation. Lord, yeah, in this world, you tell us, we will have troubles. But take heart. Have joy. For he has overcome this world. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As we come to communion, I want to point out another example of joy. See this poinsettia right here? Uh, Barbara Shields came in and gave me that poinsettia and a card from her granddaughter, Victoria Tory. As many of you know, she had some underlining conditions and suffered greatly um, for months, many months, battling COVID in the hospital, near death. 
And she wanted to, and the church had helped out and the church had prayed. And so that's a thank you. But I kind of came in at, 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 and with that story in progress. And I can, I can just only imagine because I know how I felt when after many months of struggle, they got the news that she was COVID free. I know for Barbara, I know for me, I know for many people, that was one of those moments of joy, that unexpected deliverance and healing. And so we celebrate that and we thank you for your thank you, Tori. On the night in which Jesus was to give himself up for us, Jesus took the bread, he gave thanks, he broke the bread, he gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body broken for you. When the supper was over, Jesus took the cup and he blessed it. And he said, this is the blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. As often as you drink of this cup, do it in remembrance of what I have done for you. You're welcome to partake, whether you're at home or in the building, partake in the elements and let us pray. Dear Lord, you have given yourself and given your life that we might have life, true life, eternal life, abundant life. Lord, help us to live fully into the life that you gave us, into the transformation, the sanctification. Lord, you have justified us. And even though we are not righteous, you are righteous. Even though our faithfulness falls short, your faithfulness is complete even onto the cross. So Lord, help us to cover ourselves in you that we might have true joy. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen.